Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? Super Great Kids Stories is a podcast full of fun tales to make you laugh and cry. For anyone aged 5 to 105, our storytellers share awesome tales which will stay in your head forever. Before you know it, you'll be the storyteller, telling your own version of these stories to your friends and family. Find, subscribe and download Super Great Kids Stories wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents... Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense. All right, who's the imposter? Thanks to Torbin for sending in that intro for this week's episode of Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast suitable for all ages from the Middle Ages to the age of galactic robot aliens that won't happen till 2196 and, of course, everything in between. But who is the imposter? It's a very good question, Torbin, and it's only me, Tiernan, here as per usual, so I don't I don't think it's me. Is it? Am I the, am I the imposter? Should I be here? Oh, no. Maybe it should be someone else hosting, and I've snuck in and I hadn't realised. Oh, dear, I'd probably better go. I, s- sorry, everyone, that's really awkward. It's quite embarrassing, and I'm, sh- I'm sure your real host will be along in a minute. It's a shame I was enjoying doing this, but... Bye. Hello, it is me, the real host, Cheese Manson, the best stinky hippo radio host in town. And welcome to the Comedy Club for Squids podcast, Radu Nonsense, where we'll be talking about all things squids and stinky hippos. No, you can get out of here right now. You're not going to be my replacement. I'm not having a stinky hippo replace me. No! Ugh, we can't have that again. A stinky hippo hosting this show. Awful. And now the whole studio smells of a fart omelette. Ugh, sorry everyone. It turns out I wasn't the imposter at all. And I don't know who is, but what I do know is the answer to the question, who's the imposter, was just not me. It's not me. I'm glad that's all sorted out. Right, back to the show. Thank you once again for tuning in. And I hope you're all doing splendiferously, which I think means well. But really, if someone asked you how you were and you said, I'm splendiferous, I'd probably suggest you see a doctor. Obviously, if you are still stuck at home, uh, it is one of a number of replies that will wind up or confuse those poop pillars that you live with. Sorry, grown-ups. You know, if they ask if you're okay, uh, they always do it. Are you okay? Are you okay? That's what I do with my daughter. It drives her crazy. Another thing you can say if they say, are you okay? You can just reply with, no, I'm shrinking. And if they say, no, you're not. You seem the same size to me. Then you can say, oh, no, you must be shrinking too. 
That is a lot of fun. Uh, thank you for the many brilliant questions you've been sending in. I am currently up to my eyeballs in great questions, uh, but as they are all on emails, I'm just having to push my eye into my laptop and it's very uncomfortable. And it now smells of stinky hippo. Ugh. Anyway, if you haven't sent in a question yet or an intro or both like Torbin has done this week and you'd like to, or in fact, there's something else that you want to tell us, anything at all, jokes or just noises or something you saw that you thought was funny or just your shopping list, whatever you want, then please get those poop pillars, sorry, grown ups to help you email us at podcast at comedy club for kids and we'll get a comedian to answer it as soon as we can. Um, and don't forget if you or your friends or your school or just any of your groups that you're part of or anything would like a live online comedy club for kids show to cheer everyone up then drop us a line via our website at comedyclubforkids.co.uk and we'll see what we can do and now for the important bit of the show oi you get out of here oh i'm gonna have to put new locks on the doors i don't know how he's getting in sorry now for the important bit of the show I am joined today by Silky, a.k.a. The Silky Way, a.k.a. Silky Bilky, a.k.a. Top on the World Leaderboard in Wagging Your Finger Disapprovingly at Pigeons, and, of course, the number seven greatest biscuit flinger in the entire universe. Um, hello, mate. How are you doing? Uh, I just need to... Have we started? Yeah, that was... Oh, what have you been eating? Oh, sure. No, oh, a oh, lot of biscuits. lot of biscuits. Hang on, wait, wait. Some things... I thought you had to fling Some things them. look like biscuits. Yeah, yeah, but you get this... You get this kind of sixth sense almost mm. for what is and what isn't a biscuit, and some of them I was wrong on. Um, so I've eaten a few drinks coasters. You know those kind of the ones that are like, yeah. Anyway, so they're, they're repeating on me a bit, but it's all right. I've got some. Uh, I've got some tea here. So that's good. Hi, so, yeah. Hello. Lo- so it's lovely. Wait, hang, on, a bit, hang on. Before before we do the greetings bit, because obviously I, I do want to ask how you are, but this I've got a big question. You're, you've got to fling biscuits, but you've got to eat them to check if they're biscuits before you fling them. How do you fling them once you've eaten them? Do you have to? Sort of sick them up and then well, fling them. Okay, you kind of you nibble at the edges, right? Just okay. Kind of go around. You know the the way they make toilet seats like that. Yes, but instead of from the outside in, from the inside out. Right. Okay. Got it. And then you can also make it more aerodynamic by sort of nibbling it in certain shapes. Yeah, precisely. You can uh, nibble it into the shape of a dart, uh, which is difficult. You've got to kind of, it's the kind of lathe face you need for that, for lathing your face along. But you can also kind of do like a standard Frisbee, but mm. getting biscuits that big is difficult. Yeah, I bet. I but bet. Do you know a Frisbee will hold over three pints of water? Well, I mean, well, that well, that is amazing. Water. But I was going to say, like, why? Because that would be sort of, it's a really difficult way to have a drink, isn't it? If you said, oh, I'm really thirsty, and then someone yeah. threw a Frisbee full of water you at your face. Frisbee. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the water would come out. Yeah, probably almost all. And also, you got little... the worry of like, as you're about to do it, like a dog would catch it. Oh, number of biscuits I've lost to dogs, Ugh. and a dog will not give a biscuit back. It's, I mean, the thing is, chocolate's really bad for dogs. So if mm. someone's throwing chocolate biscuits and there's a dog in the area, you've really got to be on your game. You've really got to be good. Because, yeah, you don't want to be making the dog sickly from biscuits. No. Whereas pink wafers, they can eat as many as they want, but they don't fly very well. Yes. Okay. So, there's so many problems that you have to do. I mean, this has been a busy time for you, obviously. It's, it, do you know, it's been, it's been chock-a-block. I've been up to my, I've been full as an egg. 
<laughs> full as an egg. Full as an egg. Well, well, I was I was going to ask um, how you're getting on, but obviously we've we've already heard that you are very very busy with biscuit nibbling and flinging and and being as full as an egg. Are you, are you well otherwise, other than your biscuit flinging antics? Yeah, I'm I'm good. A lot of my job in the before times used to be driving between places and travelling between places. So. Although I used to like being in those places, the travelling was quite dead time. So it's really nice to spend more time at home with my girlfriend, who still likes me. Oh, that's handy. Which is good. Yeah, I do lots of cooking and I do kind of podcasts with my friends like you. And I just mm, go for walks and I don't have to spend 10 hours in a car, which is really nice. Because it means you don't have to spend money on diesel and you don't have to spend money on snacks. And you don't have to swerve to avoid you know, things in the road, like uh, bollards. Mm. Coming to think of it, then there was some swings, and then there was a roundabout, and then... Uh, you were driving in the park, yeah? I, I was in the park, yeah. yeah, I was driving in the park. Yeah, that's... Uh, you've really got to yeah. not to... I mean, I guess you're not doing that anymore, so that is one bonus of being at home. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, no, okay. I'll, I'll, I promise not to drive in the park anymore fine that's, that's i'll promise not to park up trees i promise to always clean up after my dog if i get a dog i haven't got a dog um do you, you don't have to I clean up just... after other people's dogs do you that's not the rule it's only after your own dog isn't it do you know the last time it was uh you know the, you get the rotor through and you've got to hoover the park yeah it's oh the look on henry's face as he was kind of hoovering up dog poo he, he's still smiling but yeah, it's a really oh, horrible it's... job, that. I mean, hoovering the park takes so long. Oh, it's ages. And if it's been raining as well, oh, yeah. the electrical fires. Oh. We had lots of snow, and the park was really nice for the first kind of half an hour, and then everyone came out, and it just looked like a great big uh, kind of... It was it was just kind of mud. Everyone was sledging on it, and everyone was rolling over on it and making snowmen and stuff, and it... It looked a mess, and I thought someone's going to have to hoover this. Yeah, it's it's a big yeah. problem with snow, isn't it? it? It looks absolutely brilliant, and uh, for about half an hour, and then it looks horrible. <laughs> and uh, my my daughter, who had never seen snow before, we we had snow for about an afternoon um, down here, and um, right. she got very excited because she's two and three quarters, and she shouts at everyone, and she was like, "Snow, two snow, snow!" Quarters. Yeah, two and three quarters, and um, and she wanted to go straight out in it, and she ran out and ran around like crazy fifteen minutes, and then went. I'm really cold. And then wanted to go back in and watch the TV. <laughs> and that was it. No, she didn't care about snow anymore. And I thought that's the that's the best way, I think, to do it. That just for 15 minutes and then... <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had an option. I've, I've completed snow now. <laughs> <laughs> I have ticked snow off my list. I like the way that she's two and three quarters, not 2.75. I am 2.75. Oh, that's true. Maybe I should suggest to her to get into decimal points rather than fractions. Well, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a way of freaking out grown-ups. I, I went for uh, a swim just before all the big lockdown happened. Uh, myself and my girlfriend, we went to the baths and I was in the changing room and there was a boy there who was probably about five uh, and he was uh, with his dad. And he started counting down from about 43 <laughs> 42, 41, 
And just we, we didn't know why he was counting down. He just started doing it from this random, and it was really, it really, really freaked us out because his dad didn't know either. So we're sort of looking at each other and going, I don't know. And his dad's going, I don't know what he's doing. We're like, why are you doing that? We're like, 39. <laughs> <laughs> the most sinister thing. A small child just counting down towards something only they know. 38. It was great fun. That is but I did leave quickly just in case he went off. So you, you didn't see what happened, and no, God, I ran. Yeah, I mean that's wise. Yeah. That's what I would have done as well. But there's, I kind of thirty-seven. There wasn't like a, you didn't hear a noise. I sort of worry that as you're running away, you just heard like a big, <laughs> you know, something just <laughs> terrifying. Yonkopla, <laughs> and then just a load of swimming trunks coming out of the fireball and the roof of the baths. That would be amazing and absolutely mm. terrifying. That is very scary. Well, yes. Um, well, you've been, you've been going to, I should also point out to the listeners that um, when you said you went to the baths, that, that swimming pool, you didn't just like sit in a big bath. No, it was a swimming pool. It was right. definitely a swimming pool. You can tell the difference is uh, taps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and are you able to, you're not able to pull out the plug, are you, in a swimming pool? No. Uh, no. Uh, I'm bubble bath. By and large, they frown upon you putting a load of bubble bath in the swimming baths and then kind of sloshing it around. But can you imagine the height of the bubbles you could get? It'd be amazing. Oh, It'd be absolutely amazing. I mean, you could dive off the board and if you just went sideways, you'd probably just land in the bubbles. You might not make it to the water. It sounds wonderful. Oh, for any listeners, we just had to briefly pause then uh, so, so we could get rid of all those bees uh, that you just heard. Yeah. I love bees. Yeah. It's... I've, got, I've got nine. Oh, nine. Is it, is it, was that just nine? They were quite noisy for nine. Mm-hmm. Nine bees. Nine hand-picked bees. That's great. How do you pick Cause a lo- them? Because that's, diff- that's quite dangerous in the first place, isn't it? No, 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 no. What you do is uh, you uh, put the process out for tender. You send an email to uh, Queen at Hive. Say, hello, uh, Your Majesty, do you have any bees who are interested in having a bit more personal space? Nice. Because there's loads of bees in a hive. Um, but, uh, you know, some of them just feel a bit cramped. Sure. So sure. I just make a bit of space for them. That's lovely. And what, what, do they have their own room at your place or what, what do you do? No, they've they've got their own car. Uh, it's a Volvo estate. They've, I've got a load of them from the scrapyard. So there's kind of three by three, but not on a kind of, it's three by three up in the air. So it's three and then three on the middle layer and then three on the top. Because, you know, they're boxy, but they're good Volvos. So, uh, yeah. How lovely. What and the nice seats fall down in the back. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I was yeah. going to, I mean, one of the questions. No pressure, to, no pressure to make any honey or anything. Do, do you get any anywhere? Like, do they make stuff, you know, are they making some anyway? Mm-hmm. Or do they make something else, you know? Um, well, the thing is, I thought if I'm going to throw it open, what I might as well do is kind of throw it wider than that and see if they fancy taking up any hobbies. Mm. So uh, that, that actually, you know, hobbies <laughs> nice. comes from the bees. Right. But yeah, uh, one of them is very much into military history. Um, another one of them, uh, she makes, weirdly, she makes her own gravy. Bee gravy sounds amazing, yeah. Baby, it's called, yeah, but she makes her own gravy. Um, and considering that, you know, bees, by and large, are wholly vegetarian, mm. it's it's nice. Yeah. It's it's good to see because, I mean, for too long, gravy's been the, the preserve. Well, not, not the preserve, obviously. Jam's been the preserve, but gravy's been the preserve of people having kind of full-on Sunday roasts. Mm. 
you can have it with other stuff, but yeah, bees make really good gravy. I mean, it's quite, it's quite sweet. Mm. Um, yeah. What else? What other bees have they got? Uh, one of them is very, I mean, I mean, really, really into uh, tinkering, that kind of model railways right. started with the model railways and clockwork, but just there's a lot of tinkering going on. Yeah, so basically there's, there's, there's another six bees who've got hobbies, but, I mean, we can explore those later. That's great. I was also going to say, I suppose a model railway for a bee is actually a normal railway. Yes. But bees, by and large, their commute isn't quite so linear. Yeah, and they don't need to get so, on. They've got wings, so, yeah. Yeah, there is that. They have a very strict no-flying-please um, policy on account of it being quite noisy. Someone might be trying to read, and if someone's there, because you've got two sets of wings that move, I think sure. it's... Is it like a figure of eight? I think, I think so, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's no waggle dancing, uh, no hot food, uh, no smoking, no waggle dancing. I've said no waggle dancing. What else? Have you seen anything suspicious from the British Transport B Police? Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It does. It does. Well, I mean, one, one of the things I was going to ask you was if, you know, you're stuck at home, a lot of listeners are stuck at home. I was wondering if you had any tips for making it easier or fun things to do but i mean you've already you've already given us loads we've had biscuit flinging uh we've had uh you know getting nine of your own bees um there's quite a lot of things that you're already up to and is there anything else that that you might be able to give the listeners as a suggestion for you know a tip if Uh, yeah there's there's tons and tons of stuff uh in your house there'll probably be places where you can hide things so um (laughs) What are you laughing at? You haven't heard it yet. <laughs> I'm already excited. <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, what you do is you try and work out what would hide in that place. So, for example, if it's like uh, down the spine of a hardback book, you can definitely hide a house key down there. Uh, and then if it's slightly larger, like kind of under a bed, you could probably hide uh, not a pair of shoes, but two shoes one each from two pairs um there's lots of things it's kind of it's a mixture of concealment and like a surprise for your family because obviously if someone's been locked out for ages and ages and you've hidden the house key uh for example in the letterbox uh of the house two doors down then that is a really nice present uh for someone to find uh or they might not and that way you can kind of choose who comes in and out of the house well also you see i'd argue right that when people say oh have you seen my keys and then like you know if you're living with your family someone always go oh it's the last place you left them it's always really boring when it is the last place you left them or actually you know that they were in your pocket all along it'd be far more exciting if actually after four days of searching they were hidden in a book like some sort of magical treasure yeah precisely precisely or i mean in uh jelly uh if you if you got some jelly you can make jelly (laughs) (laughs) just put one Someone's house keys in a jelly. I just leave it in the fridge. Have you seen my house keys? Yes, I have. Where were my house keys? Uh, the last place I looked. So not the last place you looked, but the last oh. place I looked. And where was the last place you looked at my house keys? Uh, in the fridge, in a bowl of lemon jelly. And then they've got to eat their way to their keys as well. They do. They do, yeah. I mean, you can go out, but if you want to come back in, you've either got to take the jelly with you or eat it here and now. <laughs> I I think you should make it mandatory. They have to carry the jelly with them, and only when they get back to the door can they eat the jelly and 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 get to the yep. keys. 
Yeah, yeah, because that, oh, but you know, sometimes when people get back home, they really need the loo and they're kind of hopping from, hopping from foot to foot and they get clumsy because the key won't fit in the lock and like, and then they've got to eat a big jelly as well. I'm trying to remember the last time I ate a big jelly. I've not eaten a big jelly in too long. I haven't eaten a big jelly in ages. They're just, I just don't really have a big jelly anymore. What? I, just, I don't know when I've, I'm trying to think when I would have had a big jelly. Like, it doesn't, I, I feel like my life well, is lacking in jelly and ice cream. Well, we can, who's in charge of, who's in charge of your house? Who's in charge of food and all that? And the it's meant to be me, but I've obviously done something terrible. Now, can I just so check you, as well? Because we've got some listeners who are in America and they call jam jelly, but I don't know what they call, je- do they call jelly, is it jello or do they call it? I don't know. Jilly? I don't know. Jolly. I mean, uh, in France, they call jelly truth. And in <laughs> Russia, they call it gang, 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 gang. And in China, they're, they're not allowed jelly. Oh. Very repressive. Oh, that's very um, sad. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in different parts of the country, they use different jellies. Like in uh, Yorkshire, they use jelly in pork pies, mm. which is strange. Because <laughs> you don't put pork pies in jelly because you just... We'll also, I always see in like pet food, like, uh, you know, not that I look at pet food that often, but often in pet food, it's like this dog food comes in a something jelly. And mm. it... Since when was jelly a good selling point for dog food? Yeah, it's weird, isn't the it? dogs there going, it's not even my birthday. Why have I got jelly? I know that the French for grapefruit is pamplemousse, but I know that you know the best word in German because you told me. Uh, it is the German word for um, rhubarb jam uh, slash uh, jelly for the listen or uh, I can't remember. Anyway, condiment for rhubarb preserve, <laughs> um, which is in German, it's hubaba marmalade, uh, which is the best <laughs> word I've ever heard. And I think everyone should shout it all the time. Rhubaba marmalade. Uh, speaking of which, Silky, speaking of which, that is yeah. one of my favourite words, but this is obviously an audio podcast. The listeners cannot see you in your splendid shirt, your incredibly giant neon hat, uh, or any of the other things that you're wearing. I can't um, see either of my eyes revolving. It's a real yeah. shame, that, actually, but yeah. it, also that is quite distracting. Um, but yeah. I was going to ask if you could, uh, if you had a favourite noise. I can make him go around the back of my head. I can make him go around oh. the back of my head. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to turn around. <laughs> Hiya! <laughs> <laughs> that is, I'm actually quite haunted by that. Good. Yeah. How are you? It, it is, and it, and also quite terrifying. Um, well, yeah, I was just going to ask, because it's an audio podcast, do you have a favourite noise uh, that you could share with our listeners? Um, I've got two. I think one of them is that one. Because you've got to do it until you make yourself laugh and then your ears pop and you get this in your ear. And the other one is that one. <laughs> which is, <laughs> which both is a of those, Both of those are remarkable. Hang on, the first one, the first one wasn't just like a, a fart noise because like, you pulled your lips in a certain way. It's almost like a duck, like a duck fart. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> try it. You've got to kind of squeeze your top and bottom lips together with finger and th- first finger and bottom lips. <laughs> but then you've got to <laughs> you've got to turn it up into a smile. <laughs> I can't quite. Yeah, and because tricky. because you're smiling, your brain doesn't quite work out how ridiculous it is until you're already blowing through it, and then you laugh. And because 
do you get that weird effect in your head like when you go downhill really quickly That's, and yeah. your ears pop like that <laughs> it is brilliant it is brilliant and 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 the second noise what's that the sound of <laughs> 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 that's my my sister's a vet, and that's an essential noise that vets use. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, thank it's you. It's for, for that getting noise. your arm back from a cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh dear. Um, well, thank you, Silky. Those are some amazing noises. Um, and of course, the other thing that I have to ask you as a guest on this show um, is, you know, it's a family-friendly podcast. Um, it is it suitable is. for all ages, from art to eh, and everything in between. And I just want to check, you know that you know this is family friendly and if there is a yeah, rude yeah. word that you definitely won't be saying uh, for the rest oh, of the yeah, show. Oh yeah, I will definitely, because it's a family friendly podcast and we all know how friendly families can be, I will definitely not be in any way, shape or form uh, referring to or even mentioning uh, the word muhakis. For oh. example, oh, right in the muhakis or oh. ha ha, up the old muhakis or <laughs> I found it, would you believe, in the muhakis. Yeah. Where have you had that? It's really warm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm very pleased. In my... I'm very pleased yeah. you're not going to say it. that is an appalling word. And I, I frankly, I don't think the anyone muhakis. should say muhakis at any yeah. point. Oh, that looks sore. Have you trapped it? <laughs> no, I have an inflammation of the muhakis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a really rude word and it's something that I don't think anyone should ever say. Frankly, muhakis yeah, yeah. You should definitely awful. not walk up to a grown-up and say, I'm going to smack you on the muhakis. Yeah, definitely. Definitely don't smack someone on the muhakis. Well, yeah, I think you probably could smack them on the muhakis. I wouldn't say smack them on the muhakis. That is where the, you cross the line. Yeah, go easy. Yeah. Go easy on that. Yeah. Use it sparingly. <laughs> okay, Silky, um, the, the important question, the reason I've got you here, because I know you're an expert yeah. in these matters, um, we have yeah. had a question sent in from Torbin. Um, who hasn't given an age, so he could just be immortal. I'm not sure. Um, But he has asked, and I think this is the perfect question for you, actually. He's asked, uh, what would happen if instruments played themselves? Um, If instruments played themselves, musicians would be demoted from the rank of musician to, uh, for example, bassoon wrangler. There wouldn't be many of them, uh, but there'd be kind of guitar wranglers, bass wranglers, drum wranglers. Basically, you'd be in charge of their happiness, Hmm. uh, maintenance, I suppose, restringing from time to time. If they played themselves, it would be dead easy to know where the music shops were because there'd just be noise all all day long, all time. Oh, it's a music shop. Oh, what's, what's next door to it? Florists. Boringly quiet. <laughs> would hang on? Would uh, there be music shops? Because if, if the instruments could play themselves, surely they'd be sort of, you know, sentient. It would feel a bit mean to to sell them off, wouldn't it? No, I think they'd, they'd need a guiding hand. They'd need a guiding hand because I mean, everyone. Oh, everyone's seen a stray ukulele. The damage they can do. Mm. Oh God, the noise out of them. Can you imagine bagpipes on the loose? Oh no, at mm. night. I as mean, well. bagpipes. Bagpipes in the wrong hands. Terrible. Bagpipes in the right hands, you know, all right. Bagpipes in the wrong hands. Oh, no. A veritable weapon. Like someone's, yeah. Like someone's stamping on a sleeping bag full of hate and farts. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the instruments could play themselves. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see, I'd like to see an orchestra or the instruments start playing themselves and all the 
all the musicians there going, what? what's going on? Did you do that? No, it's my tuba did it. Oh, really? And the conductor would be getting more and more annoyed. Trombones would be really sarcastic. You know, the orchestras is always like there's there's often someone that's just got like a big gong or a really big drum at the back. Yeah, and it's always just used once. So it'd be like the the thing will go for three and a half hours, and everyone will play the violins. It's suddenly right at the end, yeah. bong, and they've had to wait the whole time. But if that yeah, could just go it. off all the time, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Happy birthday, bong. What? Yeah, mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you, do you think, like, like, if there was an orchestra of instruments that played themselves, would they play together? Because, I, you know, part of me wonders if instruments play themselves, would there be different factions? Like, would the brass would, section would always want to be louder? Or would they, yeah, or would they play together nicely? Oh, I don't know. Probably depends on the mood. Probably depends on the mood. I mean, if they've been well-fed, if they've been well-watered, I think, you know, they'd be pretty content. Whereas if, if you, right, if you get, like, a kind of, oh... A really hungry xylophone. <laughs> oh, that kind of multicolored teeth. Oh, yeah. Or a swanny whistle. Oh. oh, wow. Or a kazoo, a slightly hungover kazoo. Oh, yeah. That'd oh, be no. awful, wouldn't it? Not a big fan of that. What? I don't know. Yeah. That's a really good question, Torben. That's a brilliant question. And I think if instruments could play themselves, the world would be, uh, well, no one would get any sleep. No one would get any sleep. Yeah, because instruments don't need to sleep, do they? So they'd just be up all night. Nope. Nope. They are uh, merciless honking and popping machines. Mm. A bit like you and me when we've had a can of lager. Oh, I'm going to second. Oh, there's some more. Terribly biscuits. sorry. It's... Biscuits keep coming back. Yes. Oh, dear. Are we allowed to burp on the podcast? I don't know. Never really tried it before. I don't see why not. Okay. I mean, in a way, oh. you're playing yourself like an instrument right there. So I feel like if anything, really it's, it's research purposes. Pick... <laughs> yeah, all right. That was amazing. I mean, it probably wouldn't be that different to that, just very different. Set. I mean, do you think we'd have to start competing as humans if instruments could play themselves? And obviously you're talking about a lot of musicians be out of work or would have to do other jobs. Would we have to oh. compete by making our own noises even louder and more musical? Well, I've been in I've been in bands and I know that lead singers don't need any excuse to try and, you know, make themselves look bigger and better. So <sighs> I'd like to see a lead singer versus four drum kits. Yeah. Wow. That'd be amazing. That'd be... Yeah. <laughs> Just screaming in the middle of four drum kits. Yeah. Please help. Their <laughs> sticks are very pointy. <laughs> and cymbals <laughs> always look quite sharp as well. I always think like, a bit like the frisbee yeah. we were discussing earlier. If somebody threw a cymbal at you, I don't think that'd be particularly nice. No. Your head would come off. Yeah. It should be very scary. Um, is there an instrument that you wish could play itself? Like, what would be your favourite one that you would wish could play itself? Oh, blimey. I think, uh, do, 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 do. I think anywhere you go where they've got an accordion nailed to the wall, <laughs> like an Irish pub, I think, I mean, the, the accordion should be able to take itself off the wall uh, and go round 
to the house of whoever's idea it was to nail an accordion to the wall and just play relentlessly. Wow. That'd be just play relentlessly. Awful. <laughs> but fair punishment. Yeah, fair punishment. Yeah, just revenge. Yeah. 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 Do, you, do you get a lot of talk of revenge on the Comedy Club for Kids podcast? We Is don't. It normally kind of... No, it's quite well, a nice hot, podcast. Hot of vengeance. We had, um, we've had uh, a previous episode where there's been revenge between astronauts and robots. Um, but other than oh. that, it doesn't happen. Not a lot of revenge happens on the show. And I, I think you're right to bring it in there. I think that would be a time where accordions should yeah. seek out vengeance for yeah, what yeah. they've had to go through. I mean, they also, you know, think about it, life of an accordion, you're constantly pulled and then squished. And that's got to be pretty horrible. Yeah, well, I suppose it's like kind of breathing in or out. Mm. A bit. Yeah, but someone else a is bit. making you breathe in or out. So, like, if you were playing yourself, that's fine. But if somebody's grabbing you and making you breathe in and out, that'd be horrible. Yeah. Like, if kind of someone's got you under under the arms and then it's kind of pulling on your feet and then squeezing you up. Yeah. You've got to be very careful doing that because you might get, you know, one out the back. Yeah. Very, mm. very dangerous. See, I, I quite like, like, I mean, obviously, if, like, a harp was playing itself, that would be really lovely and serene. But then also, like, a, like a, I think sometimes you see in those films or something, like a piano that plays itself because it's a ghost playing or something. And that's oh, actually always yeah. quite nice, though. That's quite good. Ooh, I have all of eternity in the universe to explore, and I'm not going to venture further than my piano stool. Ooh. Because I lack imagination, or oh, the part <laughs> of this ghost has been badly underwritten. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think. Yeah, I was going to say that the only thing, like, what if like you never had a chance to play a guitar, uh, a, a piano? Sorry, you never had a chance to play a piano, and then as a ghost, you're like, finally, I can get to a no, piano. I can learn piano. Yeah. Now I can use this limbo between the sleep of the eternal peace of death and my troubled life. Uh, I can use my status as a lonely spirit wandering the earth to just pick up some new skills. Yeah. A bit like lockdown. Bit ex- almost exactly like lockdown. Yeah. In uh, the film, truly madly deeply, which has got Alan Rickman who played Snape and Juliet Stevenson in it's a lovely film. Uh, and uh, Alan Rickman's character has died and he comes back as a ghost, but he's been learning Spanish. yes of course of course he is so it's it's almost exactly like that's it's probably ghosts that have learned to make sourdough and there's ghosts that have taken up exercise there's got to be all the chicken banana bread jokes yeah uh joe wicks ghosts who've done joe wicks and they're getting a bit bored of it it. jokes who miss the mates from school did i just call them jokes ghosts Ghosts. you know what i mean yeah the ones that you see through very rude to ghosts you can see through jokes as well oh this is confusing it's very cute. I, I worry that you've just called all ghosts jokes and now they're going to haunt you for a very long time. Yeah, but I don't... I believe in jokes. I don't believe in ghosts. Ooh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been one of your bees playing a trick, though, so... Yeah, oh, one of my bees is a big fan of practical jokes. Sure. Big fan of practical jokes. Yeah, oh, that last one it did, uh, basically... <laughs> it, uh, it put this lovely little kind of tablecloth out with little plates of jam and nectar. Uh, and one of the other bees came and landed on it. And when it landed on it, uh, 160,000 volts. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That Wired is... it up in quite an epic transformer. And the bee was livid. I mean, it sounded like a wasp. It just, oh. Awful. Oh. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, the things you've been dealing with, that's, uh, that's, that's tricky to live with that level of prankery. That's amazing. Yes, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. And I don't know if anyone's got a, a cat or a new puppy that has ever pooed into one's slippers. Uh, well, I was, yeah. But then my girlfriend realised that we didn't have any pets at all and she pointed the finger of blame right at me and, you know, Fair, fair, fair play to her. She was right. She was, she was right. Yeah. I just did out of boredom. But that's you got to keep yourself. It's something we discussed already on the show. It's the things you got to do to keep yourself entertained during lockdown. So yeah. I think that is. Um... And and we are a very territorial species. Hmm. Exactly. And now those are your slippers, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, what I like to do is wait just inside the front door and growl at the postman. Does he yeah. does he know that you're not a dog? Like, is he is he aware that it's just you growling, or does he think you've got a dog? I I don't know. I don't know because mm, he does sometimes ring the doorbell and then I have to stand up and go. I'll be with you in a minute. I'm just getting the keys, and then I've got to remember where I put the keys. <laughs> and then they're in a yeah. burk, and yeah, that's really yeah. oh yeah. Very. I hid them in some slippers, but then there was all that. Yeah, it backfired on me quite badly actually. And then the slipper was in a bowl of jelly in the fridge. A slipper full of poo and a bowl of jelly in the fridge, and my key was in that. So I should have just got it out with my hands rather than eating it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's. I've got no wonder you're I, burping, I badly miscalculated. Yeah. Obviously, we've we've gone on a tangent here, but the question is, what would happen if instruments played themselves? Um, Silky, you've got an instrument there with you. Yeah, I don't know if it plays it. itself or if I've only I'll ever seen you, what, you play I'll it. Have a go. I'll have a go. I'm going to play it. That sounds nice. And now, if I just leave it on its own. Oh, that. Oh, wow. Say, listen, Silky's hands are nowhere near this guitar right now. I've just been shown up. I'm going to put you back in your case. Um, well, there you go. I mean, that was amazing. Well, uh, Torbin, <laughs> I think that is the definitive answer to, to your question. If, if instruments play themselves, I'd, I mean, and no offense, yeah. Silky, you're very good, but I think they're almost better, aren't they? It would almost be better. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry oh, about that. It's all right. A bit heartbroken. Yeah, it's quite a disappointing. Yeah, I didn't expect this time. question to end in disappointment and sadness, but it sort of it. has, yeah. It's gone on stage and held it all those times. Yeah, I mean, you didn't even need to go on stage. Like, the fact is, you didn't even need to be there. You could have just left it on there and got another cup of tea. I could have. Oh, oh the one thing I can do that the microphone can't do, though, I can play the microphone stand because it does that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That good. Go on, microphone, do that. Oh. Uh. 
Amy. Yeah, I'm I, I worried. I worried that we're this this question and and in fact this podcast may cause some sort of instrument uprising and uh, oh, no, going to be noise from here on in. The bagpipes are coming. <laughs> the bagpipes are coming. <laughs> what a terrifying thought. Well, thank you, Silky. Thank you so much for uh, your expertise uh, in this area. Um, and I, I knew you were the person to ask this question to, and uh, and I do hope that you have a lovely rest of your time with with the biscuits, with uh, the pooing in slippers, with the bees, with the hiding keys. Oh, I mean, you've got a, you've got bees. so much going on, really. So I do. I'm quite a lucky man, really. I'm quite a lucky man. Yeah, yeah. Reach for the positive. That's it. Reach for the positive. What you appreciate, appreciate. Well, thank you tons for, <laughs> for joining us on the show. It's my pleasure. Go easy. Well, Torbin, I hope that's answered your question, and I do hope you don't get bothered by nighttime self-playing bagpipes anytime soon. Thank you loads to Silky for that very expert answer, as well as beekeeping tips and object-hiding fun ideas. Um, should you have any questions, of course, that you need answering, or anything at all that you want to send us, then please... Get your grown-ups to help you send! No, I said no, this is the last time. Ah! No, the whole place now smells like someone filled a duffel bag with sick and posted it to a rotten custard factory. It's just disgusting. Sorry, what I meant to say was please ask your poop pillars, sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk and if they fancy thanking us for answering your questions and making you laugh till you wee a bit, then they can buy us some anti-imposter stink hippo spray, which we really, really need right now, uh, by donating to the ACAST supporter button or our ko-fi.com forward slash comedy club for kids site. This will be back next week, so... We'll see you then when I overthrow the imposters and Stinky Boss rule supreme! Oh my goodness. Ah! And don't come back. Right. Bye. You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, it's the end.